Good morning and happy Monday. Um, Well, it's Monday morning here. I don't know where it is where you're listening from. Um, It may be a couple days later, but if my kids come in and y'all hear them, it's I tried to uh, record this podcast at like 4.30 this morning on my way to the gym, but I was running a little bit late, so it just didn't happen. So we're doing it right now. Um, I love this platform that because, you know, there's so much I have on my heart. There's so much I want to share. There's I I think, you know, sometimes maybe I can bring some value or I can help someone else going through a hard time. Um, but I, I was doing Facebook Lives and I would get ready to do a Facebook Live and then I ended up having to do makeup or something. It just wouldn't get done. But I love this um, platform because we're all busy. We're a lot of us are moms. A lot of us are running and going and you can just listen to it on the on the fly. So, um if you could, by helping me out, you could screenshot this, uh, post it on your social media. You can tag me in it. Um, I usually try to reply to everybody, even in the request messages. Um, I just appreciate all the love and support that we get, and I try to respond back to everybody. Um, but episode two, this is what I want to talk about today, and that's going on faith. Um If you follow our story, you've probably already seen we just raised our first million dollars for SIOD Research. Like I said in the first episode, this is not really going to be about my children's disease or raising awareness for that. However, I want to share our story. I want to have a place where I can share my feelings and what we're actually going through and where it doesn't have to be filtered or, you know, I can talk about the hard stuff. Um, You know, so that's what I want to talk about is going on faith and I remember two years ago, you know, it's easy to talk about me and Kyle uh, and where we are now, um, but what you don't see is the hard stuff two years ago, like the really hard stuff. Um, We had to learn to go on faith. Uh, They told us in the very beginning that we would pretty much have to raise $100,000 for any doctor to even take us serious about the research because the research was millions of dollars and Um, You know, they had tried to do it in the past, and they did get somewhere in the past. You know, they figured out that there's a particular gene that causes this mutation. That was huge. And, but, you know, the patients would either pass away or they would run out of funding. Um, And they just had to give up on it uh, because they didn't have any money to keep going. And in the rare disease world, in any medical world, it's, it's all about money when you're trying to get somewhere. Um, so we, they told us that we would have to raise our first, you know, a hundred thousand dollars for anybody to take us serious. And I remember me and Kyle in the conversations and me and Kyle weren't in a very good place at that time. Um, we talked about it this morning. I think we're going to, he may be a special guest on a pod on the next episode so we can really share like what we've been through as a couple and as, you know, through our marriage. Um, but I remember raising that hundred thousand dollars and not knowing how we were going to do it. We just started with $5 bracelets and we went on faith. Um, you know, in the very beginning, I knew it was going to be done. I knew that we could do it. I don't know. I didn't know how, and I still don't know how. Um, you know, I remember talking to the doctor who used to do the SIOD research and he, he told me, you know, he had to kind of give up on it. So I can see now where he had like a negative association with it where, you know, he's been there, he's done that. He poured so much of himself and his efforts into SIOD. And so when I reached out to him and I told him, hey, we have $172,000 in the bank account right now. How can we get started? You know, um, 
his first, let me back up, before he even, before I sent that email, I reached out to him and I told him, you know, we're going to do this. We're, we're going to do it. We want to get research started back up. And he, you know, he, he very, very nicely, it wasn't in a mean way. It wasn't in a conniving way at all, but he very nicely said, you know, this research is going to be very, very difficult to, to fund. Like, I think that you and your family should just raise money for, um, your children and your medical bills and your travel expenses and treat the symptoms. I wouldn't, I wouldn't attempt the research. And what did we do? We did the opposite of what he, what he, um, recommended us do because that wasn't, that's not what we wanted to do. We wanted to cure this disease. We wanted to raise money. We wanted to to fund this research. We went on faith on how we were going to provide for our family. We went on faith of how we're going to provide for research because it's two separate things. When we created Cruising for a Cure Foundation, we made it specifically with bylaws that say every dollar raised in Cruising for a Cure goes to SIOD research. Um, You know, a lot of people... They don't understand that it doesn't, our family has nothing to do with our family. We cannot use any type of that, any type of money to help with any type of living expenses, medical bills, travel expenses, anything like that is against our laws. And so raising that first hundred thousand, we did exactly what the opposite of what we said we were going to, what he wanted us to do. Um, We ended up finding a doctor that was a part of the research. He worked on the immunology part and he was willing to take on this research for us. And now it is at Stanford University. We've been sending $30,000 a month each month. Um, And we have, we just raised our first million dollars at Stanford. It's it's active. Research is active. Um, But let me tell you a couple of stories when, you know, it was so easy for people to tell us, this is going to be really, really hard. Like, I don't know if you're going to be able to do it. They, but, but then again, they believed in us. They believed in us and they were going to work as hard, just as hard as we did. Um, but a story about my granddad, my granddad is literally the, probably the best human you will ever meet. He raised me. Um, he got me when I was almost six years old. He was in his fifties and he raised, he was a very, very strong businessman, um, worked eight to eight Monday through Saturday, owned his own store. And he, um, just all my whole life has given me life lessons, but he's always been my biggest supporter. No matter what, I would come up with the craziest ideas and he would make them happen. He would help me. He would support me till no end. And I remember when this, in the very beginning, when I told, you know, my papa, it's a $6 million research. He, yeah, I was waiting for him to say, okay, let's do it. I remember him saying, Jessica, I just don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know. You know how hard that's going to be. I don't know if you can do it. I don't know. Like, I don't know how we're going to do it. Nobody's just going to give us millions. And I remember the conversation. I thought, wow, like, this is the first time he hasn't been, mm, why? It's because he was trying to protect me. Um, we'll talk about it in another episode. If you're doing something big in life and you're being a world shaker and you're you're trying to do something big, you're going to have three types of people. You're going to have your lovers who are behind you no matter what. I mean, you could be on the, the side of the road selling turnip greens and they're going to be the first one at your stands. You're going to have your lovers. You're going to have your naysayers, which naysayers is, I mean, it's usually the people closest to you. It's your best friends. It's your family. Not that they don't believe in you. They know you can do it, but they're trying to protect you. They want to protect you because they love you. And then you're going to have your haters. Thankfully, we haven't had many of those, but we have had a couple of incidents where, um, 
you know, people just want to say ugly things about you. Like, I mean, for instance, one story was, um, I was in the bank. I have, I'm also a part of a, a community-based marketing where I might, I've earned a car bonus. So I drive a 2017 Mercedes SUV. I'm in the line at the bank. Guess what? They pay for that car. My car payment is $94 a month. Thanks to my other business that I run. Um, and so I had somebody that called our accountant and said, said something about my car. Like they, I shouldn't be driving that nice of a car raising money. And our accountant had to very nicely say, Hey, she doesn't pay for that car. You know, you're always going to have your lovers, your naysayers, naysayers, and your haters. Like, and we thankfully have not had very many haters at all. We've had a majority of lovers, and then our family just tries to protect us. So that was a story about my papa, who usually always is behind me no matter what. But he was trying to protect me in case we couldn't do it. He didn't want me to. He didn't want me to feel badly about myself. He didn't want me to be depressed. He didn't want me to you know, not believe in myself. Now it's a little bit different story. He, he absolutely tells me, yes, we can do it. We can do it. But he was trying to protect me and protect him in the very beginning because he didn't know, but we went on faith. We went on faith. We didn't know how we were going to raise the first hundred thousand dollars. But one powerful thing that I've learned along the way is when you're going somewhere and when you have a goal and when you have a dream, envision hitting it. You know, like, um, I always would think about how I felt when we, when we raised that first hundred thousand dollars, we surpassed the hundred thousand dollars and raised $172,000 and sent an email to that doctor saying, Hey, we're ready. We're serious. And that's what got it going so fast. Money talks. I mean, it, it stinks. It stinks when you're talking about your child's life. Um, but money talks. And so when we sent that first email, I mean, we immediately got things in place right then, but I remember how I felt. Okay, so then I needed to talk to them about how can we continue re- making research active each month. Like, give us give us an amount that we have to send each month um, for the research to keep going. And so they decided $30,000 a month. We do not know how we're gonna how we're gonna raise thirty thousand dollars a month. I'm telling you, the hardest thing as a parent, and I, I can talk about it now. When your children are in the hospital, because we are in in and out of the hospital frequently with treatments and dialysis and my daughter's kidneys are going down, we're in the hospital a lot. And so we have monthly donors that bring in anywhere from twelve to fifteen thousand dollars a month. They donate anywhere from five dollars a month to five hundred dollars a month. And that brings in a large portion of what we have to send monthly. But you still have another fifteen thousand you have to fundraise. It's very, very hard fundraising from a hospital bed. But you have faith that it's going to be done, and not just faith. Like it's complete trust, it's strong belief, rather than proof it's going to be done. That's faith. You have to have faith that it's going to be done. You have to truly believe it's going to happen, and it's just happened. Um, you know, and it hasn't has it been easy? It's been the this has been the hardest thing. Um, I mean, anybody would ever have to go through, but it could always be worse too. Um, so I'm just telling you, even if all, like when you have a diagnosis like this and they tell you your children are not going to live past nine years old, the only thing you have is faith. That's it. 
That is absolutely it. You're always going to have people that to try to stop you in everything that you do. Um, you know, people go through things in their life, and I've done it before too. Like, you know, you're going through something in your life, and you project your life on somebody else. You know, that's when we have somebody that doesn't say something very nice about us. I just know, don't take that to heart. You're going to have to have tough skin because they're probably projecting something in their life and they're projecting it on you. Like, but don't let that stop you. You cannot, you cannot let other people um, stop you. Thankfully, when we found out about this, I'm talking, we had so much love and some support. Still, two years later, we've raised our first million dollars and we literally have a whole community fighting along with us. Did it? Did we just automatically have that many people fall? No, but we have faith and we, we're very open. And that's the thing is we are very, very open. We're open with our prayer life. We're open with the faith that we have. We're open with our fundraising efforts. We're open with Cruz and Paisley. We share the stuff that I don't even like to share some days. Some days, believe it or not, I don't even want to be on social media. I, I, some days I just want to go hide. Some days I just want to sit in my, in my couch. Some days I don't want to talk to anybody, but I have to, I have to because Cruz and Paisley's life and the other couple of children that are still alive in the United States, they depend on me. They depend on you. They depend on our community. They depend on their parents. They depend on somebody and somebody has to stand up and do it. But it's going on faith. And the one thing that I have found super powerful this whole entire thing is that if you're going after something in your life, you have a dream, you have an ambition, you have a goal, speak it into existence. Like when I've changed my prayer throughout this too, and Kyle has too, and Kyle is the one, I'm telling you, I'm not, people are always like, you're so positive, you're so on point, you're just always, I'm like, no, I'm really not, it's, it's Kyle, you know, that, that reels me back in. He is such a strong rock in my life. Like, he is the rock in my life. And when things get tough, and sometimes I say, oh, I just don't know how we're going to do it. He'll change my verbiage for me. Um, speak it into existence already. My prayer life, I'm thanking God for what he's going to bring in our life. I'm, you know, now that we have raised our first million dollars, what's next? I am already envisioning how it's going to feel as the leverage that Dr. Lewis at Stanford gets to use and say, hey, Cruising for a Cure Foundation raised their first million dollars. Like we have got to have a partnership with them. We've got to help. They're doing this on their own. I am already envisioning how I'm going to feel, how our community is going to feel, what it's going to mean to our family and our foundation and our board members when we get our first medical grant to help fund this research. I'm, I'm already envisioning how it's going to feel in my soul. I'm praying about it. I'm already thanking God for what he's sending to us. It just hasn't got here yet, but it's on its way. It's coming. Speaking it to an existence is super, super powerful. And I haven't done that until this past year. And I'm, like I said, I'm a part of a very, very powerful, um, community-based marketing group that had, and I have been exposed to some very, very powerful people who have helped me and guided me through this verbiage, through this, through this lifestyle. And it has been really, really, really amazing. Um, you know, God places people and organizations and things in your life, uh, for you, because remember it's not happening 
to you. It's always happening for you. And so I've just really, really, really um, been super blessed with some really, really amazing people who um, who speak things into existence, who know, who go on faith every single day. They They survive and they thrive on faith. And so I've just been really, really blessed, um, you know, and so I just want to share this with y'all. So we have no idea how we're going to raise. It's a $6 million research. We've raised our first million dollars. I have no idea how we will raise the other $5 million. I have absolutely no idea. The thought of raising another million exhausts me. I'm just going to be honest, but I can't think of that. I just have to think of the very, very small goals, you know, um, because when you think, I look back at all the fundraisers that we've done. I look back at all the things that we've done and it was, it's a lot of energy and it's a lot of, um, it's a lot of things that a lot of people have helped us out with. And sometimes I have a hard time because I'm like, all we do is beg people for money. Like they're probably so tired of it, but I just know it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. And I like to share our story that way people, they feel like they know Cruz and Paisley and you haven't even met them yet, you know? Um, so I have no idea how we're going to raise our next 5 million. I have no idea when our grants are coming. I just know they're coming. I just know it's going to happen. It's already done. That's one of the that's one of the quotes that we have been saying this whole past year. It is already done. My husband, Kyle, he said it one time and I was like, that's so powerful. That is that yes, it is. It's already done and you have to know that. You have to truly believe that. You have to and I think the hardest thing that I've had to overcome is finding joy in the journey. I'm one of those, like, I'm a what's next type of person. Like, I'm a go, go, go. I'm a workhorse. I just want to, I just want to get it done, you know? But finding joy in the, in the journey, just knowing he's going to provide, you know, he's going to provide the miracles. He's going to provide, um, the money that we need for research, but it's, it's finding joy in the journey and, and just enjoying the journey. He's changing lives with Cruz and Paisley throughout this journey. And so that's one powerful thing that we just have to step back. And when you don't know what your next step is, it's fine. It's fine, but just believe it's going to happen. Paisley's knocking on the door. We have to go. Um, I'll bring you one. Real life over here. Mom life. Um, but if you could just screenshot this. This is my second episode of the podcast. If you're loving it, please leave a five-star review. I think you can only do it on Apple, but I'm not really sure how that works yet and figuring all this out. Um, And just share with a friend. Post on your social media. Tag me. Um, You can go to cruisingforacurefoundation.com and read more about about our story. You can go to our Facebook page, Cruising for a Cure, and that's Cure with a K, and you can see Cruising Paisley um, and meet them. So thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. And we will talk to you soon.